What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? So today of course it was the RBI policy announcement, so I'll be speaking a little bit on that. uh i i'm definitely not good at economics it it's probably one of my uh, least favorite subjects so do excuse me if i do not get something right but i'm just going to give you a working understanding of what i feel might have happened again this is not like you know a segment where i'll be talking about what this means i'll just be talk about what i feel it means and how uh, at least someone would interpret it so uh you know just want to give you that heads up and make sure that you're listening on 2x speed i cannot stress on that enough because it is very 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 different uh when you're listening to 2x so please just make sure you do that uh with that uh we'll get into this episode now so i'm going to start off with my view on the rbi policy and I was waiting uh, with bated breath for uh you know to see what the announcement is of course we were expecting a 25 bips uh rate cut if i remember correctly that is what the expectations uh were but uh the rate was not cut so it remained unchanged and as a result you know there are two sort of ways to look at it one way is that of course a rate cut not having a rate cut is not a good thing based on my understanding it just makes things a bit more expensive for banks again this is if if this is not absolutely 100% correct that is because uh you know my economics is really not that good but i'm just trying to give you a working understanding of it so it just makes things a little bit expensive for banks and ultimately you know if anything's expensive for banks or for any business for that matter ultimately it'll be expensive for the customers and as a result it'll be uh, you know affecting the top line of banks it'll basically they'll probably do less business and all of those things so it really is a sort of a chain of events that you need to look at here and that is the negative side now if you look at the positive side generally rate cuts from what i understand are given when you want to boost the economy or sort of give it a kick start and that is why we've been expecting and that is why the market loves it when there are rate cuts happening but the very fact that there was no rate cut despite you know the economy not doing uh, not at its best which is you know a common fact now it makes me think that perhaps the authorities and the decision makers feel that there is no need for a kick start and they are confident in where the economy stands and how it might shape up to be so to me that is a reassuring thing but it really depends if this really is the reason and this is just again one of those two interpretations there i'm sure there are many interpretations of this but i just want to give you my opinion on it and my views on it so uh, you know if that's the reason then that's a good thing of course that if uh, the decision makers are confident then that will obviously do good things for the economy and as a result good things for the market and as a result good things for your pnl and your wallet but 
if the rate cut was not given and it was needed then it will obviously not be a particularly good thing especially if you have banking stocks in your portfolio so that was my pretty basic understanding of it and my pretty basic views on it now we'll come to uh, the day's view but before that i just remembered that the mpc cut the gdp forecast for next year to 5% or so which is <laughs> it really does not do well uh, with the second school of thought that i mentioned that possibly it's confidence inspiring and people are confident but let's see let's see how it unfolds uh, again you know possibly the market uh, did also react to that negative uh, piece of news about react to the negative piece of news about the gdp targets being cut but that's just how it is sometimes so uh, that is also a piece of news that might have impacted today's trading day in fact possibly the reason why we saw some of the stocks being overly negative is because they were possibly riding on that euphoria of uh, you know yesterday's good move so a positive rbi policy but then the rates remained unchanged and the gdp forecast was cut so there was like a double whammy for uh, you know the stocks so again that's my view and uh, we'll move to the day's view now anyone with uh, a set of eyes will be able to tell you that the day was very range bound initially we did see some promising moves and we did see some uh, a decent recovery also briefly but then it just fell flat and i'll speak more on this in uh, nifty's analysis but overall there was a sense of bearishness in the market if you look at uh, the advances and declines ratio nifty was at 10 is to 40 which is a terrible ratio and bank nifty was at 0 is to 12 which is an even worse ratio so clearly that bearish uh, sort of you know hint and bearish tendency was there in the market and this was valid for my watch list also so you know a lot of the stocks either retraced for a, by a bit or they just uh, did not do well at all or they just were were flat so not a lot of uh, you know positivity in today's market as far as uh, the stocks that i look at are concerned i've recently started looking at fx also so currency markets and what i noticed was that inr appreciated pre policy so uh, usd inr eur inr gbp inr all of those fell flat and uh, based on my super basic understanding uh of uh, how these work basically it's it's you know if they fall it means that uh the rupee is strengthening so that is what we saw pre policy post policy all except gbp inr and jpy inr stayed that way so that is what we saw uh as far as the currency markets are concerned again this is a very very new thing that i started looking at so please excuse me if uh, you know my analysis isn't as uh, you know sort of comprehensive as it should be but this is a market that i just started looking at so that's the reason and now we move on to nifty where i'll talk more about the range bound uh, you know movement that we saw today the super interesting thing with nifty was that a it closed above 12000 which is good 12018 and it's down 24 points uh now the weird thing and the very interesting thing is that 
it managed to almost perfectly uh, respect the levels that we spoke about yesterday. Doing a quick recap, those levels were 12,065 and 11,980. Coincidentally, or not, these levels were roughly around where the intraday pivot points were. And what is interesting is that the pivot points are calculated based on a formula. And my uh, sort of range bound range was uh, given purely based on the price zones. So it's it's amazing how, uh, you know, they two sort of came in together and were respected during the day as well. If you look at the intraday chart, you will see just how wonderfully these pivot points were respected. So do look at that. If you do follow along on the charts, give yourself a pat on the back because that's great. Uh, that's how you're going to learn a lot. And yeah, so that, that's what we saw as far as Nifty is concerned intraday. On the daily chart, uh, things are things are all right. I mean, we are seeing that retracement happening. And as I said, it is still sandwiched between the 8 and 20 moving averages on the daily chart. So we'd spoken about this yesterday as well. You know, it's, it's just sort of just seeing whether the support from 20 is greater than the resistance at 8. And considering that, I believe that that 11.980 to 11.12.60 range would still hold true for the most part. What is extremely interesting is that we've got RSI 60 resistance now. So possibly tomorrow might not be that good of a day for Nifty. Uh, you know, it might not. Again, if it is, then good. But if it's not, then I would not be surprised. I really like to look at the weekly charts on Thursdays because it might give us some indication for how Friday might move. So on the weekly chart of Nifty, what we see is, uh, you know, it's definitely got support at lower levels, which is a very good thing to see. It's it's one of the uh, one one of the few candle patterns that I really like to see that superb support at lower levels. With that being said, you know, it's it's not at uh, the ideal level. So. Momentum is good and all those things are good, but it's not at the ideal level. So considering the weekly chart, I would say that 11.931 would ideally be the lowest I'd go again. This is plus minus. 11.931 is not some uh, number that I derive based on some fancy formula. It's just something that I look based on the charts. So 11.931, 11.928, it can really be anything. Uh, sometimes I feel people just use these odd numbers to sound more legit, but that really isn't the case. Uh, you can just as easily say 11, 9, 30. And that I'm expecting to be, you know, approximately the least that it could fall in under normal circumstances. And the highest it could go would be 12,150. So 12,150 would be the high approximately based on this reading. What is also interesting uh, is... If you look at the top loser or uh, top gainers for the day, we've got a stock which I, for a brief period of time, absolutely hated. But more on that uh, in a bit once we are done with Z Limited, which was the top gainer at 6.18% up and the LTP was 298. The closing price was 300 based on my charting platform. So that looks really good, man. Uh, it looks like we have that sort of 820 resistance which is there because it is below both those moving averages but uh, you know the very fact that the closing price was 300 or just close to 300 
looks kind of promising it means that there is some support and you know it's it's trying to accept that level especially because the day's low was well into the 280s so that that makes me feel that it's good also it's got 50 ma support and the previous candle was a spinning top so that is also a good thing now coming to the stock that i was talking about previously the one that i briefly hated that is tcs because it just refused to move for some time now it is finally as the second uh, you know top gainer for the day at 2120 ltp up 2.01% and uh, this the, the weird thing is that even though it is the top gainer for the day i'm just going to talk about the resistance because that is all that i see here even though it did a very very nice climb since the past 3 days it is at its 200 ma resistance so hopefully it will breach it if it does then nothing like it and uh, if it doesn't then you know i'm sure that it will breach it eventually but that's just where it is at right now coming to the top losers for the day we've got jsw steel leading the pack at 250.65 ltp down 3.52% and 200 ma resistance on this one as well it seems to have broken its base it does not look good if i'm being honest and i'm looking at a price range of approximately 238 to 244 if things go south further for jsw steel the next loser for the day is coal india it is at a crucial support level according to the charts and it must bounce back tomorrow if it does not i'm looking at 189 to 191 being supports if it goes below that then it's just got a completely free space to just fall as much as it can uh up to a certain level of course but it's got a relatively free space and i don't think it will fall that much in one day so i'm not talking about the other levels now with that we move, we move to bank nifty bank nifty right now is again under the 8 moving average which it has respected so well uh right now so i'm looking at a support level at approximately 31570 uh if it really wants to bounce back up after going down if not uh you know it it can probably just fall even further uh as far as the resistances are concerned if it falls and then gains i'm looking at approximately 31870 otherwise it can go just well into the 32000s without any issues so that's what i'm seeing on the daily chart what i also see on the daily chart is rsi 60 support and this is very interesting because nifty showed rsi 60 res- resistance so you know good stuff now what's concerning me is that the weekly chart is not shaping up to be too confidence inspiring and you should probably look at it if you're wondering why uh, it's just it's it's neither here nor there let's be honest so uh, look at the weekly chart if you really want to know why and it's it's not particularly confidence inspiring so i'll just leave it at that coming to the top gainers for the day we've got kotak bank leading the pack uh, and well i mean it really isn't a gainer let's be honest it's the least loser for the day so coming to the least losers for the day we've got kotak bank uh, leading the pack i guess at where is it 1646 1646 rupees closing down 0.3% and uh, it's just 5 rupee move today so where it's at it is at its resistance zone this was a doji so clearly things do not look so good for kotak bank either 
and it's it's probably you know approximately 20 rupees or so away from its next support or its its next proper support so probably that i mean the, the candle pattern as it stands does not look too confidence inspiring uh and if it does break it then obviously ath is expected the next least loser for the day is icici bank this was just a 1.8 rupee move of of course when i say move this was you know the previous close and uh, the current close this is not the range but i'm just going to keep using that because for continuity purposes icici bank was 527.45 closing down 0.34% and one more day and one more ath level hit so clearly good moves on icici bank but the candle does not look too good it is a red candle so possibly 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 we might see some profit booking happening soon uh, i would not rule that out at all if we do i'm looking at 515 to 520 acting as a support uh yeah 5 519 or so is also pretty good that is where uh, you know there's there's sort of the previous ath compare you know not yesterday's ath but the one before that so that's at 519 or so the uh, the close for that so that's another level that i'm looking at coming to the worst performers of the day uh we've got idfc first bank leading the pack uh at 44.55 rupees closing down 2.73% it's retracing from its resistance zone it seems so you know it seems a lot of uh, you know stocks are retracing they're in that retracement mood so that's what i'm seeing right now the positive thing is that it is at support zone it is not only does it have 200 ma support it also has change in polarity support and uh, yeah i mean it looks very good idfc first bank in fact on the weekly chart we're seeing an 820 crossover so idfc first bank is just 44 rupees it's it you know it it's giving me that yes bank uh vibe that i got that it's so cheap right now you could pro- probably just get a few shares uh for the price of your morning coffee and then if it goes up well and good if it goes down you know it's 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 really not not a big deal the next ga- uh, the next loser for the day is indosan bank down uh, down 2.3% closing at 1508 good thing 1500 level respected the day's low was 1506 so it did not even attempt those sub 1500 levels this again is retracing but i had previously mentioned that if it holds that 1500 level tight then i'm interested and when i say i'm interested i'm just interested in looking at it i'm not going to actually go ahead and buy it if i do i'll let you know but that's just just to make my position clear on this now on the daily chart it is below the 8 moving average which is not so good but on the weekly chart it does look good so not to confuse you but uh, you know if it holds that 1500 level well even if it slips to approximately 1480 there is 200 ma there so it should ideally bounce up from there that's what i'm looking at as far as indusan bank is concerned now let's come to my trades i took four trades today excluding the straddle that uh, was obviously loss making you would have known that if you remember what i said yesterday that if the markets go above 12100 or if they go below 11900 i'll make money otherwise i'll lose money 
uh, clearly the markets did not go either uh, did not you know fall into either of those categories so obviously i lost money uh, i'll i will talk more on that but uh, i took four trades excluding that the first one was indigo the second one was reliance the third one was marico the fourth one was bank nifty the first three trades purely based on my regular old uh, sort of trading strategy if if that it's so simple that i do, i i feel weird when i say uh, when i call it a strategy so yeah i mean those were the three trades i if i remember correctly all three of them were negative and uh, that's because all three of them just took a massive dump uh, a bit after i uh, exited them so um, indigo reliance i remember the negative amount being probably like 3% or so each Marico was very small because it does not move that much. I did not take a big position, so it's it's barely anything. It's probably uh, the loss incurred on Marico is most definitely lower than the brokerage that I'll be paying today. So those were the three trades. The next trade, the fourth trade, was Bank Nifty, and this is related to today's lesson. So do stay tuned for that. But Bank Nifty was my fourth trade, and. uh this is a good one this is a positive trade so i believe i made approximately 5% or so gain on it so yeah i mean bank nifty did good for me and yeah i mean that was literally all for my as far as my trades as trades are concerned coming to that strangle i i think i called it a straddle earlier my bad it's it was a strangle that's because the strike prices were different so coming to that strangle now what you have to understand is that when you are expecting a range bound uh, market you would short a strangle basically you would sell a call and a put at different strikes and as long as you make as long as the markets are within that strike range you will make money if they go above then you lose money so you know my my entire reason for doing this is because uh, you know the prices were quite inexpensive Uh, and you know the loss that i incurred on those two calls really wasn't that much so it was purely an experimental trade ideally if i if it was if it were in my hands i would have uh, air quotes score on quote bet that the markets would be flat and uh, shorted a strangle but that is just ridiculously high margin and expensive so that's not what i did so i just want to clear that up that hey that is how all of this works and if you are not familiar with options do not even bother uh trying to understand what all of this means trust me it's 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 the the less you know about it the better at least at this stage so that those were my trades for the day coming to the lesson now my lesson for the day is somewhat contradicting to what i have said previously and this is almost exclusively applicable only if uh you know you are a certain type of a trader or market participant and uh you know this might not apply to everyone but what i learned today is that sometimes it is important to look at the risk reward ratio more than your trade basis and i'll explain this with an example so let's say that you have a chance to earn a hundred rupees or let's say 200 rupees if you only put in 15 rupees or so and i know this sounds like a lottery but the odds are completely different obviously you know you would have to have some sort of trade basis but let's say you are fairly certain 
not certain nor you do not have that absolute confidence but you are fairly certain that if you put in that 10 15 20 rupees there is a chance to gain 200 rupees or 250 rupees then it probably makes sense to go with the trade anyway and this is what i did with bank nifty in fact this is what i did not do with bank nifty i could have entered early on and i would have made approximately 100 or 200 points more than i did on bank nifty and if you know what bank nifty's lot sizes are you know that that's a big amount so you know that that's what i did i i did not uh, get into it because I, i i thought to myself that hey this does not look like that super confidence inspiring trade that i'm so used to taking uh and the thing is even though super confidence inspiring trades do not work out sometimes you saw you heard me talk about my first three trades so sometimes it is extremely important to just look at the risk reward ratio and then decide what trades you're going to be taking based on that also just quick little thing that i want to mention i did buy lnt i'd mentioned that if it holds that 1270 level i'm going to long it and i did long it so just want to make that quick little update and with that that that's pretty much it for this episode so i hope you found this informative insightful informational and i hope this helped and i hope you did not doze off halfway through so if you did not doze off halfway through give yourself a pat on the back if you dozed off halfway through then i really wonder how you're still awake um, i hope you know your your something woke you up uh, midway so yeah i mean that that's it for this episode and uh, tomorrow's a friday so you know what that means that means it's a holiday at indian markets with kr uh, recording studio if you're wondering what my recording studio is it's literally my phone and uh, you know the the room that in which i trade in so just 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 having that conversation but you know that that's it for this episode happy trading tomorrow and yeah kr signing out